1: What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Welcome to our show. We're going to talk about something today that's not talked about enough in the RV world. It's also a big cause of complaints and problems. Now, we all know how much fun it is getting ready to leave for a vacation with your RV, whether you're pulling it with your car or truck or if it's a motorhome. Camping is a lot of fun. And as we've said many times, there's a lot of different ways of doing it. Now, the popularity of RVing continues to go nuts we're hearing that companies are still behind in their orders and will probably not catch up for another year and a half so the demand is still there we've also been hearing that it's important to really inspect any RV that you are buying We know how important it is to thoroughly check used RVs, and a lot of people recommend getting an inspector to do that. But it's also important to check the new ones, too. We've heard some stories about new RVs being made in a rush, and that can produce errors. Like one couple who bought an RV that the manufacturer forgot to install the sewer valves on the gray and black tanks. Could you imagine that? I
2: couldn't imagine. How can that even happen?
1: Oh, oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> but that brings us to our subject today, which we are going to talk about is poop. Poop. Mm-hmm. RVs have holding tanks. The gray is for the kitchen sink water, the bathroom sink, and the shower. And the black tank holds what comes into the toilet.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> In other words, poop. poop. Now, some people are really hung up on this subject some don't like dealing with hooking up and unhooking that sewer connection Mm -hmm. and there's
2: even some people that won't use their toilet or their showers in their rvs they use the campground facilities we know people they have told us that we couldn't believe it we're not going to name any names but it's Uh true
1: when you buy an rv usually there's somebody there who goes over everything with you about how it works if you buy from a dealership they always have somebody if you buy from a private owner usually they take good care of you but You can easily forget all of that. So try to video it. And there are a lot of people who don't get the instruction. We hear stories of people who get their RV to a campsite and they have no idea how to hook it up. And then they make a mistake. They don't know how to properly attach a sewer hose or how to empty their tanks. Mm
2: -hmm. Now, black tanks have a rinse system. The gray tanks don't. I think they should, but they don't. Right. They should also. With the black tank, like after you dump your tank, a lot of the debris will kind of like end up on the walls. What you do is you hook up your hose. There's an intake connector on the outside. You hook up your hose there and you turn it on. It rinses the inside of the tank with all this spray because usually when you dump that black tank some stuff will stay on the walls it doesn't all come out now you don't want to use your freshwater hose for that and you have to be careful of the backflow.
1: you have to learn this it's not hard no it's not hard and it becomes second nature but the biggest complaints and problems occur with the tanks complaint number one no pun intended the level indicators don't function right. Those are the sensors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You empty your tank and the indicator still reads two thirds full. Mm-hmm. Number two, clogs that occur in the tanks. Some people actually put too much toilet paper or maybe even flushable wipes, which you shouldn't do that. Oh, it's insane. Mm-hmm. People are nuts. Yeah. Number three, bad smells. Listen, if you're getting a bad smell in your tanks, you are doing something really wrong. <laughs> So, what do you do? Well, that's where Dana and Robert come in. They own a mobile RV service called Daisy Fresh RV Flush and Services. Mm-hmm.
2: They pull a small trailer with their SUV, and inside the trailer is a power washer that shoots 3,000 PSI. There's a hose that shoots in a V stream and another one with a sweeping spray, and they hook up a clear elbow attachment between your sewer outlet and the sewer hose, and they stick their power wash hose up into the tank through a small hole it gets it pretty clean oh and if you think they just do this with their bare hands you're wrong they use two pairs of gloves a mask and a shield plus other protective clothing
1: dana and robert are here with us hey welcome to our podcast thanks thanks for having us so
3: do you guys own an rv we do what you got we got a c-class 31 footer 2008 great for us because there's just two of us Mm mm-hmm And we've had it for about... We bought it brand new.
2: In 07, actually. It's been good to us. Yeah. But you're not full-time, though.
3: No, we we used to live in it, but we don't anymore. We have found a house that we can sprawl a little bit in.
1: And that is a big sprawl compared to an RV, isn't it? (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. So you started this business. Obviously, when you had your RV, you realized that people have this problem, don't they?
3: They do. And Dana had a friend in her networking organization that thought that we might be good candidates for running this kind of business yeah
0: he and his wife were getting ready to retire and they decided they wanted to try to become full-time archiviers and they were getting ready to hit the road with a caravan headed to alaska and so they were going to be gone for a couple of three months and they needed help because he was running this business which he had started and he needed some help while they were away so he asked robert if he would kind of fill in while they were away And Robert did. And then whenever he came back, he said, we're selling the business. We're full-time now. We do like it. And so are you interested? And so we bought the business from them. And Robert ran it. It took off from there. Here in Las Vegas. Here in Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. yes.
1: Now, you were saying you guys have like 25 parks here, right?
0: There are about 25 or more parks in the Las Vegas Valley. We work from the Nellis Air Force Base, which Mm -hmm. is way up north of Las Vegas, all the way down to Boulder City.
1: You even have dealerships call you, right?
0: Um, Every once in a while, we'll have a dealership service department that will refer their customers to us Mm -hmm. because they don't provide the service and don't have the system that we have.
1: Right. Now, what kind of problems are you guys seeing?
3: Well, we understand uh, the problems arise out of using the wrong type of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. It should be RV toilet paper specifically. But if it isn't RV toilet paper, single ply especially, then the, the toilet paper absorbs water. And in the bends of the plumbing, uh, as we're flushing it, may
1: stop the flow mm-hmm. because it's too large for the pipes. So you get these clogs. Mm-hmm. And you can also get clogs in the gray tanks too, right?
3: Absolutely.
1: So then you guys got to come out and kind of figure out what's going on, right?
3: What we do
0: is we can investigate with talking with the people what is causing the issue? Uh, how often they're draining their tanks? How, when was the last time they actually had a good drain on a tank? The volume of water that is coming into the tanks whenever they're using either the black or the gray. Whether they're keeping their valves open, which is a definite no-no. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have a valve that's left open, it dries the tank so the water cannot absorb
2: the waste and then force it out.
1: Well, that's a really important point here. Right.
2: Now, you're talking about the gray tank or the black tank or both? Both. Both. Either one. Mm -hmm. Both.
1: I've been to parks and some really good parks where you take the cap off of the sewer and sometimes there's like flying bugs. And, you know, you don't want that in your tank, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, obviously, you should never leave those valves open.
3: Correct. What kind of bugs have you... There are water bugs, there are flies, there's gnats.
2: It probably depends on what part of the country you're in that's worse, because here we are in Las Vegas, and there's really hardly any bugs as it is. But so, if you were in Florida or in the Deep South, you might
0: have sewer rats or alligators. Oh, or, that ooh, would be snakes. great. Have, oh.
1: <laughs> having a snake or a rat in your tank, Coming oh my God. Coming up through God. The toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you made your point on that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I suppose that's possible, huh? Mainly, we should not ever leave our holding tanks open simply for the reason that there is a methane gas that you would breathe. And the second one is that uh, anything you flush down into a dry tank, it could start a pyramid. You don't want that. Those are hard to break loose. But uh, it's just a common sense issue with both of those. Keep your tanks closed all the time with three to five gallons of water and the chemicals. So as soon as we drain our
2: tanks, they're empty, but then should we put like three gallons back in right
3: away? Right away. Okay. Well, along with your chemical, along with your deodorizer sanitizer. Mm -hmm. That eliminates all the smells, it breaks down all the waste, and you've got three to five gallons of water in there for it to take uh, that action.
1: The one thing that's really interesting about this, I would imagine, it doesn't matter if you got a small trailer, if you got a two million dollar rig, it happens to all of them, doesn't it?
3: All the same. It's all gravity fed, unless you're using a macerator or something like that, but it's all gravity fed. It's simple. Sometimes people make it hard because they think it is involved. It isn't. It's very basic, and anyone can do it if you just give yourself a little bit of time to investigate your own RV. You
1: know, needless to say, it's not cheap getting this fixed, is it? No, it isn't. What are the mistakes people are making that's causing these clogs. I know you mentioned toilet paper and-
0: That's the main culprit, Mm -hmm. along with not enough water. People want to conserve on water when they're in an RV, and that's absolutely the wrong thing to do.
1: No kidding. You
0: need to use more water Mm -hmm. so that it will properly dissolve the waste and the paper, and it will flush the tank out when you do pull the valve and drain it. It will help force all of that waste out.
1: And that makes a lot of sense. If we're at home, if we're in a house, And we flush a toilet, it's a couple of gallons of water. Correct. And if you're in an RV, you literally, if you have the type of toilet where you use the foot pedal, you kind of hold the foot pedal down where the bowl will fill up. Some people probably don't fill up the bowl before they flush it, right? Right. And then that causes it to build up and and become a bad situation.
3: Yeah, I would say that if you hold your foot pedal down for at least... 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. making sure you have at least 3 to 5 gallons of water in each tank. Mm -hmm. You'll be much better off than if you use less water.
1: I would imagine you've seen all sorts of different scenarios. (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes, we have.
0: Good and
1: bad, right?
0: It is
3: Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) One time this lady got up in the middle. She was an elderly lady. Got up in the middle of the night and, of course, she had false teeth, and she put it in the pocket of her robe. She put it, the partial or whatever it was in, the, in her robe, and it fell out and went down in the toilet. Oh. oh, no. Well, her son-in-law was living there with him, and he approached us, and he said, there's something that's happened that I'd like some help with. And I said, what is it? And he said, my mother-in-law lost her teeth, and they went down in the commode. Oh, no. So we hooked up a little uh, device to catch the teeth when we flushed it out, and we eventually did. Making a long story short, and then the son-in-law came outside and said, "You have made one of the elderly ladies of this world the most happy person you could ever imagine." Oh my God! And I said, "Well, it's, that's good to know." I said, "What's she doing inside now? Now that she's got her teeth, how's she going to clean them?" Uh, he said, "Well, we're we're boiling those teeth because we have a buffet in about two hours." Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would boil them in bleach. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah,
0: I goodness. probably have never told anybody that and said, I don't know what happened to them. I lost them.
3: Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> there's there's all kinds of stories that, that are like that. Most of them pertaining specifically to the tanks themselves and mm-hmm. how to clean them and, and keep them flowing dump from the highest point without overflowing your tanks. Well, and that way you're washing off all the sensors and you're getting a true signal on your sensors.
1: So in other words, like if you just have like a quarter of a tank, one third of a tank, don't dump your tanks then. Wait until they're totally full.
3: Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah, and that that that's true sense. with the grate also? Yes. yes.
1: Well, let's talk about these tanks. They're just literally plastic square tanks, aren't they?
3: More like a polypropylene. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's real hard. Real thick. Because sometimes we'll get our hose, our pressure hose in those tanks to flush off all the debris that's built up on the sides of the tanks and uh, it'll bang against the walls. Sometimes we have never had a problem where we've ruptured a tank or anything right. because we limitly put our hoses in the tank so that it doesn't have a wide swath that, mm-hmm. that bangs against the tank. It won't cause any damage. That yeah, so.
2: Does your hose maybe like have a camera on the end of it so you can go into the tank and see what's in there?
3: We have that but we don't use it because the lead that has the the lens on it
2: Mm -hmm.
3: is only about three feet so there's sometimes Mm -hmm. 12 feet we have to go in the tank so and
2: the
0: camera is
3: looking into a black hole yeah Uh, it's dark you're looking at a black substance in a black hole right so
0: not like it has a light on it that can shine
3: the light will come on but it'll be so dim yeah Uh, Because now this is a three four hundred dollar camera yeah
0: you could get a a much more expensive camera but we just don't have the need
3: for the type of service we do yeah, we so. gauge it by watching the color change from dark to clear right. wow. when we've reached a clear state we'll give it another few minutes until we clean the sensors off as well we don't guarantee that but that's a free service that we throw in also
1: well how does your system work you literally spray in at what three thousand psi? On the
3: outside, outside yes. of the
2: RV, and you put your sprayer up in where we put our hose. Our depending, sewer hose.
1: yeah, yes.
3: depending on where that clog is, it may be sit It may be backed up in the toilet. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then we'll go through the toilet mm-hmm. down and break everything loose going down. If it is not producing enough, then we will take our hose back outside and go in from the outside Mm -hmm. up through the black water tank or the gray water tank.
1: A typical problem, how long does it take to resolve it about?
0: Within an hour.
1: Oh, that's not bad.
0: Yeah, start to finish, we're normally out within a, about an hour.
1: That's good.
3: It isn't that we just clean the tanks. We deodorize and sanitize your lines so that if there's had been a smell by the time we reach there, we can eliminate that as well and teach you how to also use it going forward so that you don't have that same problem again.
1: And that is the key, isn't it? The way people mm-hmm. use these RVs and these tanks.
3: Right. So many people are new
0: RVers nowadays. They don't understand how to properly care for their RV, especially their holding tanks. So we educate them how to go forward to prevent needing us back. Mm -hmm. It's not that we don't want to service them, but it's not necessary. If you're doing everything correctly to take care of your RV properly, we recommend doing our service once a year if you're half-time or full-time RVers. Or if you're using your rig a lot, some a lot of a lot of people will dry camp or boondock, as they call it. Mm-hmm. And in that case, then we do suggest you do this flush a little bit more often mm-hmm. if you're doing a lot of dry camping because they do conserve water
2: mm-hmm. oh, right. when they're dry camping. That's right. Yeah, you have to. Well, when you do clean out, is it always soft, or is there is there hard stuff in there that you break up too? Both. Yeah, because I would think that's that after a while, some stuff would get hard. Right. And I've always thought that depending on where you are, like if it's really cold, the stuff would freeze in there and then it would really be. Yes, we have had people call us, tell us that they were
0: in Montana Uh or Wyoming or Colorado and their tanks froze. Mm. And then we come and clean them once they've thawed out here.
3: Wow. And there are tank antifreeze that you can put in your tank to keep them from freezing.
0: Right, when you go to places like that, makes sense.
3: There's an antifreeze for the freshwater as well. Mm -hmm.
0: There is an RV antifreeze system Mm -hmm. uh, where you put it in your lines and your tanks Mm -hmm. to keep your RV tanks and lines from freezing.
1: Well, getting back to keeping these tanks clean, I hear that dishwasher soap Dawn is a good product.
3: Dawn is probably the better product that you can use and it's less expensive than the expensive stuff that don't clean as well mm-hmm. it's slick it helped clean up the Valdez oil spill mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it helped wash all the ducts off right you know? that's right so it's a product that we mm-hmm. highly recommend
2: well how much would you recommend putting in i always wonder that because i just want to pour a whole bunch in but then i'm afraid Ooh, did i put too
3: much in <laughs> well since it suds up so well uh-huh. with the, and especially with the pressure that we're putting in there mm-hmm
0: i would say between two and four ounces oh okay it just depends it's a soap so it's really yeah. not going to matter right mm-hmm. okay it's not necessary for you to use a lot of it
2: right like a half a bottle or something right okay
1: <laughs> okay here's a big question what should you not put down the drain in an rv We know at home we have a garbage disposal. and
2: Or people put baby wipes in the
3: toilet at home or whatever or things like
1: that. And you're not supposed to do that at home, right? No, No. nowhere.
3: In fact, New York City spends tens of millions of dollars every year to break those out of their sewer system. We recommend that you never put a baby wipe or a personal wipe down in the commode or down in your toilet. Mm -hmm. Because it will impact and it will jam up in the bends of the plumbing it is almost impossible sometimes we've spent hours trying to break it loose wow. for anyone mm-hmm. who's out there listening do not ever put anything heavier than rv toilet paper in your
1: computer. right and we're not talking about septic safe we're talking about rv toilet paper rv toilet paper and there's mm-hmm. a difference isn't there
3: yes and you can buy it at walmart or you can buy i guess i shouldn't have said walmart but hey there's a (laughs) freebie for you
0: you can Uh, buy it at your local rv supply store or discount stores have them discount stores Mm -hmm.
1: and same thing with uh, the gray tank i would imagine you have to be careful of putting too much grease you know when you're washing off dishes a lot of people like the grill and you get a lot of fat you get a lot of grease You shouldn't put it down your drain. Or
2: sauces. You're rinsing a sauce off a plate. You can't do that, right?
3: Right. Right. (laughs) Actually, if you're going to be using like paper plates or something, like, you always throw those in the trash. But if you're using china or plastic plates or any of that kind of thing, wipe them off and then wash your dishes. Yes. And you
0: can find the little wire mesh drain insert Mm -hmm. screens. We recommend to all of our people to get a set of those for your bathroom as well as your kitchen. And we tell people, you know, even if they're on the road and... Once we've serviced them, and they're kind of like our family, call us anytime they have questions or problems or concerns when they're on the road. Oh, that's great! And a lot of times we can help them walk through some issues they may be experiencing and tell them how to take care of it.
1: So you guys are in quite a business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. We catch it from all ends, man. I used to have a job <laughs> where people applauded my work. Now they walk around with their thumb up their nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we are in a crappy business and you've heard of rap stars we are the crap stars.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well thank you for your time you guys yes. you're you're welcome. Welcome. We thank you very much it's
2: so interesting
1: it is interesting
2: oh yeah and wasn't it great having them jeff
1: it's a heck of a subject nobody wants to talk about it but the truth of the matter is you have to deal with this if you rv yes. unless you're one of those people who say no we're never going to do that in our rv yeah we're not going to use the bathroom right <laughs> (laughs) get out of here then why go rv right
2: (laughs) exactly but just to recap when your tanks get full dump not before that but there is an exception if you're leaving the campground and your tanks are not quite full you know maybe they're a third or half or something dump that sewage out doesn't matter that it's not full because something could happen on the road if that tank ruptures and it leaks You could be heavily fined.
1: That's true. In a lot of states, that's what they call a biohazard. Mm -hmm. And if that stuff leaks out, I know in California they have really strict laws. If you have a leaky tank or anything like that, you can be heavily fined.
2: Oh, yeah. As
1: well as in other states as well. And you don't want to have an accident. It might not be your fault, but if that tank ruptures and that stuff goes all over the place, you're responsible for it and you can be heavily fined. Exactly. But it's okay if you empty that tank and maybe put a couple of gallons of water in there and some chemicals to agitate it as you're driving along, that's a different story. That's good, yep. But be careful about that. And also another thing, maintain at least a half a tank of fresh water in -hmm. case you get stranded somewhere. Yes. We've actually been in some camps where they suddenly say, oh, we got to turn off the water today, Uh, something broke, Mm -hmm. and you don't have time to fill up your water in your RV. You don't want to go the whole day without any water, right? so always be prepared. Also, ladies, no tampons in those toilets. That's a no-no. And here's
2: another tip. Put a small waste can next to your toilet and put your toilet paper in there. You know, frequently get rid of it. You're better off putting it in there than putting it in the toilet. And
1: if you have somebody you don't (laughs) like, send it to them for Christmas. (laughs) Daisy Fresh RV Flush and Services. All the information for them is in the description below. Hey, you know what? This reminds me of a story that happened in Chicago back in 2004. A tour bus with the Dave Matthews Band was on the Kinsey Street Bridge overlooking the Chicago River. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: They opened their black tank valve and dumped about 800 pounds of human waste into the Chicago River. (gasps) No one knows why, but a tour boat was going under the bridge at the time
2: no way
1: the passengers were doused
2: get out of here
1: police were called somebody got a license plate needless to say the driver was charged and the ban was sued wow we'll be back next week with lots more thanks for listening bye it's the rockin the rv life podcast with jeff and patty Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.